Today, I am going to talk about projecting onto others, making sure that we don't project onto others. It's very easily done, particularly for the hyperachiever, the ambitious business owner. You know, if you're somebody who has a really high work ethic, you have a set of values, it's very easy, often subconsciously, to project that onto other people because we just have those expectations. We just assume that everybody wants to work, compete, operate in the same way. Welcome to the Scale Without Burnout podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Silito. This podcast is a result of my purpose to help ambitious business owners like you avoid stress, overwhelm, and burnout in the workplace. In this podcast, I share everything I've learned about how to grow a profitable business, stay fit and healthy, maintain strong relationships, and develop the right mindset for success. So you can thrive, feel inspired, and work at your full potential. Consciously, we might have different expectations of people. We might kind of consciously say, you know what, I don't mind if you don't work in the same way as I do. But unconsciously, we often project or we transfer. So what I'm going to be talking about today is making sure that we're able to catch ourselves from projecting onto others, whether it's how we think people should be in their business, so how they lead, how they work, what they should earn, and how they run their business. You might project that onto somebody because of the way you approach it. Or even in their health, you might be someone that's really healthy, you're physically fit, you train hard, you do the work, and you believe that others should do that as well. Or maybe the opposite. Maybe you're someone who doesn't believe in training and being healthy or overtraining because some people overtrain. You might think they should slow it down a bit. Or maybe it's about their relationships. Maybe it's about the food they eat. Maybe you're someone who believes in a certain way of eating and therefore others should follow that as well. You might find yourself preaching to others because you can't believe they would eat meat or not eat meat or whatever it is that you believe in. You might find yourself projecting onto them as well. Or maybe it's just your mindset. Maybe you've done so much self-work. You've read the books you're deep into psychology, you love it, you love self-development, and you think to yourself that everybody should focus on their self-development. They should be passionate about developing themselves, when in reality, not everyone is bought into that, or maybe they're just on a journey. You know, They're on their own journey, it's at a different pace to yours, and we have to respect that other people are experiencing their life on their terms. And for the most part, They've had different experiences, so they might not have had an epiphany. Maybe you've had an epiphany in your life. Maybe you're very clear about your purpose. Maybe you fully understand the direction you're heading in and you have a goal and you believe in that goal and you can't understand why other people don't have goals. And in reality, we're all wired differently. It's based on our experiences that we've had growing up, the environment that we've grown up in, the experiences that we've had from school, our friends, the sports we play, whatever it is those experiences have shaped us. So that's one thing. The other thing is that mix between hardwired genetics and how we think and feel. So this concept of epigenetics, where things get passed through and cling to our DNA, so it can go back generations, right back to Homo sapiens. You know, So if we think about it from a familial perspective, what we experience from our families, not just the parents that raised us, but their parents and their parents and their parents, that stuff can get passed on. So you might be somebody who is deeply analytical and you can't understand why other people don't have a really good attention to detail. 
So you project that onto them. You can't understand why that is. Maybe you're someone that's result-driven or someone who is naturally empathetic. You're compassionate. You, you care about people. And therefore, you expect everybody to be empathetic and caring. And that grates on you. And they probably are empathetic and caring, but they just do it in a different way. I always think about it from cooking food. You know, people will watch someone cook something and can't understand why they're doing it in a certain way. Why would they chop the carrots that way or do it this way or do it in this order? When actually the res- end result is the same. It tastes the same. It's the same meal. And everyone enjoys it. But the process may be different. And as leaders, we have to let go of that process. We have to respect that people will get the result, but do it in a different way. And I did this a lot growing up, even as a parent. And I still have to catch myself now. But my eldest daughter now, who is amazing, she is 22 years old, and she is studying to be a midwife in London. And she's going to have an amazing career. But when she was younger, as soon as she started doing anything, I just projected onto her. So as soon as she started skiing, I was like, isn't you can be a superstar skier you could be an olympic athlete we even talked about doing biathlon because she liked shooting and all these different things so i was like all in on that and then she started playing the guitar and i was like you're going to be a rock star you can be famous and i was just projecting this ambition and some people might say it's motivating because we are helping people see the bigger picture we're helping them see what their full potential is but in reality what we're really doing is we're losing the playfulness And actually, it happened to me when I was younger. When I was really young, I just seemed to be able to play golf. The golf club was going crazy. They kept saying to me, you're going to be a great golfer and because I could just hit the ball. And it was just something natural I could do. I didn't think about it. I didn't see why it was so difficult to do. But I could just hit the ball. I could connect the ball. My dad was like, you're going to be a great golfer. Everybody in the club was kind of looking at me and saying, yeah, he's got loads of potential. And in the end, it just felt too overwhelming for me. I didn't like it. And I just ended up saying to my dad, which in a way is one of my biggest regrets. I chose street hockey instead, which I loved, obviously, but I wonder where my career might have gone if I played golf. Who knows? But the fact is, I became overwhelmed by it and I withdrew from it. And ironically, did the same thing with Izzy to the point where she became overwhelmed by it. It became too much of a thing and lost the playfulness of it. And we have to be really mindful of that with our children, that we allow them to be playful and enjoy the mastery of what they're doing and the creativity around it. And also with our teams, that we make sure that they are enjoying the mastery of what they're doing, that they are able to lose themselves in it and enjoy it. And it's the same for us as business owners, that we don't become so obsessed with the target and obsessing about the vision and all these things which are important, but we forget to turn up every day and enjoy it and have some fun and be fun with our clients and lose ourselves in that moment. So Miles there just put a message on there saying you should play now. Maybe I should. Maybe I'm at a point, Miles, where even then I think, well, if I can't play pro, why bother? You know, I've got this hardwired thing in me that is telling me that. So I even have to catch myself now and say, okay, well, maybe I'll just go out and enjoy the game, enjoy the golf game. So thanks, Miles, for bringing it up on LinkedIn. So we have to remind ourselves that we enjoy the creative side of it. You know, what Daniel Pink talks about in Drive, the surprising truth about what motivates us that we don't lose sight of the purpose. We don't lose sight of of the mastery and the creativity that comes with it, that we can lose ourselves in it, that that flow state that we talk about that athletes enjoy. When athletes are at their very best and enjoying themselves the most when they're lost in the game because they're just executing and they're just enjoying it rather than kind of worrying about what the coach is thinking, what's at stake to win the game. 
you know, whether it's the Champions League or first game of the season, it shouldn't be any different when it comes to how we experience it. We might have to level up, we might have to get a bit more focused, whatever it is, and rise to the occasion. That's the fun part. But it's still about losing ourselves in the game and doing the work. So be mindful. Be mindful. Are you projecting onto others? Whether it's your own ambition, your own desires, you know, whether you think it's important to be healthy or eat a certain way or show up as a father in a certain way or have a certain values, are you projecting that onto others and stopping them from experiencing their life on their terms, regardless of their age, regardless of their age? I'm just going to check some of the comments coming through. I, I saw the one from Miles earlier. I should start playing golf now. Maybe. Not with you, Miles. You're way too good. So maybe you can give me some lessons. A message came through from Saint. He says, one thing I have adopted is that I don't react to other people's emotions, which is similar to projecting myself on others. Yeah, brilliant, David. I think that's about you're catching yourself in that moment, not reacting in a certain way which makes you realize that, yeah, you're projecting onto others. It's really important. We have to catch ourselves all the time. That's me for today. Remember, the live challenge is starting on April 19th, the live challenge. You join me for an hour each day for four days. We're going to talk about your vision and purpose. We're going to talk about your 90-day game plan. I'm going to introduce you to the 10 daily habits, which will change you. I know there are people, David's one of them who's on it. It will change. I'm sure David can vouch for me on that one. The 10 daily habits over 90 days, if you execute it, it will change you. And then we're also going to talk about legacy on day four. So an hour each day with me is completely free. Join me on the Zoom webinar and we work through it with other like-minded entrepreneurs and business owners to work through this. Brilliant time to do it. Coming out of COVID, set the objectives for the year. Join me on that. It's going to be amazing. And if you haven't done the four keys quiz yet, to give you a kind of an insight of how you're operating across the four keys, your business body, your relationship to mindset, go to four keys quiz. Dot com The number four, keysquiz.com. It will take you three minutes. You'll get a report on your strengths and weaknesses across the four keys. And then you also have an opportunity, if you want, to jump on a call with one of our team and have a free strategy session. So it's awesome. And that will look nicely with the live challenge. So that's all for me today. Remember, don't project on others. Catch yourself. You're ambitious. You're a hyper achiever. And sometimes we expect others to think and feel and operate the same way. Remember, respect that on their journey, they're doing it in their way, and they will navigate their life on their terms. We can be there as a guide, as a mentor, absolutely, but let's not interfere too much. Stay well, stay strong, and I will see you tomorrow morning. All right. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Scale Without Burnout podcast. For more free resources and content on how to grow and lead your business and become the best version of yourself, head over to andrewsilito.com.